When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What we got going on this hour, guys? Well, yes. Listen, can we all agree you don't become a billionaire by throwing your money away? Yeah. It's, it's a great way to become an ex-billionaire yep. if you're not somewhat tight. But anyway, this story is making me laugh so much because <laughs> one of the things that's happened, a blockbuster lawsuit has revealed that Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Peltz's wedding, and her dad's a billionaire, yes, was such a snake's nest of secrets, lies, chaos, and mistrust behind the scenes that the father of the bride nearly called the wedding off, blasting it as a bleep show. So how do we know all of this? Well, Nicola's dad, Nelson Peltz, decided to sue a pair of wedding planners yes, I rem- for $159,000, a mere drop in one of his many right? buckets. Exactly. I mean, that's like us suing somebody that owed us a nickel. Yeah. Okay? Yep. I mean, it really is. So, unfortunately for Daddy Pelts, the bucket bit back, and the two women who were the wedding planners are being count- or counter-suing him for breach of contract. They were the third set of wedding planners that Nicola and her mom had hired. And they were fired after just nine days. They were the third one. And they were fired after nine days. It was hell dealing with Nicola and her mom, Claudia, because they were so disorganized and so unreasonable. The planners couldn't do their job. So Brooklyn's starter wife is probably having a Veruca salt-sized tantrum right Mm -hmm. now. But daddy... This happened. This happened um, because and these women have receipts, too. Well, and yeah. And now Mm -hmm. all the world knows that the hundred and fifty nine thousand dollars that he is disputing. Daddy Peltz is disputing paying these women. It barely covered the cost of Nicola's hair and makeup, including daddy not knowing that. And that was supposed to be a secret between her her mom, Nicola, and the wedding planners. <laughs> and um, so here's a couple of highlights. So he wanted to cancel the wedding because it was getting so out of uh, hand. But, Nicole, but Nicola's mom, Claudia, begged Nelson not to cancel the wedding because it would destroy Nicola's career. One of the bigger issues the planners had with Nicola and her mom was they wanted them to finalize the guest list. Yes. Apparently... Brooklyn's mom and dad were on the ball. They had their guest list, all the addresses. That's David and Victoria Beckham. Beckham, yes. And Nicola and Claudia were a mess. They tried to hide 
the messiness from the Beckhams. The planners claim in their lawsuit they attempted every which way to get Nicola and Claudia to review the guest list, but they simply wouldn't do it. And Nicola was repeatedly was asking them all the time for live updates regarding guest RSVPs. And they were like, well, you haven't given us all your Yes. Yes. So we can't. It's been maddening. Oh, yeah. The the suit claims that while the Beckham's guest list was fully organized, ready to go, the Peltz's parents list and the bride and groom's own list, own list hadn't been updated. Many of them didn't have addresses. And Nicola continued sending text messages in a group chat adding and removing guests. Oh, my word. Making the task of creating the complete guest list and the seating charts impossible. But rather than focus on getting their fare in order, the planners claim, they seem to focus on hiding their mess from the Beckhams. Both Claudia and Nicola had insisted that Victoria could not know about any of the mistakes that were going on regarding the planning of her son's wedding, including errors with the guest list. Elsewhere in the 188-page countersuit, the planners allege that Nicola berated them anytime they asked Brooklyn for input and reportedly texted them this, I do not trust Brooklyn with this. You should be asking an assistant. He has no idea and is just guessing on all of this. So his balls got shredded in public. Well, and um, she probably didn't want him to get it back to his mom because the result of all this, one of the outcomes of this wedding is that Brooklyn De- um, Brooklyn Beckham and his mom and his family really are, aren't on great terms. N- no. Victoria, you know, was supposedly one of the people doing the dresses, but who even believes anything anymore? Well, Nicola said that and basically she was going to do it, but I don't I think Victoria backed out of it because she could realize what a bridezilla Nicola was, who kept changing her mind on the design. And she's like, I'm not making you five dresses, Chica. Right. And and you're gonna Oh, oh this just and then, this, this Nicola sounds like a pill. She's besties with Selena Gomez. Y- yeah, I know. Well, then the other thing that came out in this uh, the wedding planners um That's just who are being sued though. by yeah. her dad for 159 yeah. a billionaire. A billionaire. Yeah. And they were the third set of yeah. wedding planners and um uh so anyway, she also um Ask the planners, can you get those guns that shoot a net because we're going to have drones? They also, in this suit, the great lengths that Nicola was going to to make sure Ron DeSantis, uh, Ron DeSantis could not in any way, shape, or form attend her wedding. And um, in the planners... Was just not inviting him. Yeah, I know, but he could have been a guest of somebody. Oh. She did not want him at her wedding. Okay. The planners also refer to Nelson, Nicola's dad, as a billionaire bully in their papers, um, saying he wanted to cancel the wedding like the week before. Jeez. And oh. her hair, her hair alone, um, he paid $100,000 for her hair and makeup for the wedding weekend, including plus travel expenses and both Nicola and Claudia mentioned to the planners Nelson could not know the cost of the hair and makeup or he would kill her and be so mad okay and so they felt they had to hide the things from the the money the dad yes that's the crazy part they're on their third planners they aren't organized It, it sounds 
I would hate this. Dysfunctional is all get out. <laughs> and so they are seeking damages, but they would also like to get paid what they oh. were owed for their work. Yeah. And and um and and Claudia begged her husband not to cancel the wedding because it would destroy their daughter's acting career, which it hasn't been too much. She's been in Transformers: Age of Extinction, Holly Date. And she was on some CW show that I watched and can't remember. Okay, here's one of the <laughs> things about this to be, you know, a billionaire's daughter. Because Nicola Beckham now mm-hmm. and Brooklyn Beckham have been. They call themselves Pelts Beckham. Okay. They doubled their names. Which a lot of people are yeah, doing yeah. now. That's kind of a thing that a lot of the younger Just people. Just correcting you. Yep, thank you. Thank you. So thank you for that. It's so great for the children to have all these hyphenated I, it's, long it's names. Just, well, I don't know if they have to fit in that thing anymore where you only have so right. many letters. But the thing is, is that you have this couple. Their dad has paid for PR on them beyond belief. They are on the. They made it on the cover of the Hollywood Reporter. British Vogue covered their story. I mean, how do these story. people? They're not. They don't. They haven't accomplished anything. Brooklyn Beckham. I'm or, mad on behalf of the wedding planners oh, that they beyond. have had to counter sue because that 159,000 to a billionaire is a, is nickel. a nickel. Yep. Maybe not even. Not Maybe even it's a even a penny. Right. You're right. So it's really BS, and it sounds like they tried to help. The ladies cover up the expenses. This is not unheard of. I've right. heard in my life on um, more than one occasion and possibly said to Casey's daughter, don't tell your dad how much that cost. Don't, or my mom, don't tell oh. your dad how much that cost. I mean, there's something about sometimes not yeah. telling your dad about how much something really is. They can't handle the hair truth. And even a billionaire cannot understand 100000 for they hair and makeup. Oh. For, uh, for two days. For two days. Mm. It sounds heavenly. Doesn't it? Yes. But it I mean, sounds heavenly. But even a billionaire does not want to waste money. Right. So there you go. All right. Anyway, well, there that's we go. a good juicy story. Yeah, it is. And, and, and still to all, you know, it doesn't seem like the Beckhams are back in with this couple at all. Well, and Nelson is going to find out. He's going to... His daughter is a starter wife for Brooklyn Beckham. This marriage is not going to last. I, just, you don't need, you don't have to call me a wedding. Even if they, no, they are never staying married. All right. They're 23 and 25. They're barely going to be able to stand each other by 30. <laughs> They're both so spoiled. Well, neither of them. Yeah, they keep trying different things. No. Let's throw a dart over here. I'm going to be a chef. Let's throw a dart and over here. And then all the ink make that nice. he got of her. There's just red flags everywhere <laughs> for me. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll we be back with Random Thoughts. We're so delighted to have Michael Brandizi in with us from Chanhassen Dinner Theater, the artistic director, and talking about the wonderful, wonderful prom prom play uh, that is just everything that you'd ever want in a in a Broadway musical in Chanhassen, and it's even more. It uh, makes you laugh a lot. It's a comedy, but it also is this heart, and it's a wonderful story. And we hope that you will get your tickets to the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Go there, have a lovely meal, maybe a grasshopper or Brandy Alexander for a treat. It's, we love it. It's just such we a great to go. show. You will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Also, the count- concert series at the Chan is really awesome. Coming up, tributes to Queen, Lionel Richie, Van Morrison, and more. For Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret happens every weekend. For, ticket- for tickets, visit DT. Dot com And again, the prom, just a short run, Tony Award winner, absolutely delightful. 
Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so um, this is one of the goofiest things I've heard of so far, but I'm I'm willing to try. Um, if you want to lose weight, according to a new study, uh, you're supposed to cut your food up into little pieces and scatter it around your plate, and it's supposed to trick your mind into thinking you're eating bigger portions than you are. Small plate thing when that yes. came out. Remember the small yeah. plates? Quit buying the bigger plates. It's yeah. out of, it's it's apparently you cut your calories by eating less, and you're thinking you're eating less. I mean, this sounds so silly to me. Yeah, it really does sound silly to me too. We're not going to do this one. Mm-mm. All right, fine. I mean, I'm you know, try it. it. I mean, if you no, want to try it, if I'm, you're on no. the weight loss thing, that's what you want to do, you know? I think there has to be something that um, you can get hypnotized. What was I watching? I don't know, but you know what? I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something about a friend of mine who's been on a diet since 1972, and she's older since than I am. She's like 15 a years year older. Before we were born. Yeah, you're. <laughs> but I mean, she told me about she is always on a diet, oh, and I said to her, yes. I hope you won't get offended, but you <laughs> basically work. You basically look the same weight since I've known you. You know, for thirty years, yeah. I don't understand. You look fantastic. Yeah. Maybe this is your body shape, right? Right. You know, because I am not. You know, whether she's. Oh, I'm on a new $1,200 calorie a day oh, diet. And I'm gosh. just like, that sounds terrible. No, it does sound terrible. So, it does sound I don't terrible. know. I, I, it's someone that thought for many years life was going to be better if you lose 10 pounds. Yeah. It's all BS. It but is. I just thought this is so silly. Yeah. Scattering the food around your plate well, and thinking it's going to trick you into doing Patrick something. Patrick Gracie, when he stopped by yesterday, he said the his uh, good trick is that he's got a doctor who's overweight like he is, so he doesn't really <laughs> yeah. write him about he the weight. He doesn't talk that about was it. awesome. Yeah, That's I know. hysterical. <laughs> I know. Find yourself a good doctor in the same situation. <laughs> right. That's so funny. It's hard to call the kettle black, yeah. There you go. Okay, so this made me laugh, and we posted this, and... Um, it is, what's her name again, honey, Grant? Regina Hall. Yeah, Regina Hall is doing, you know, St. Patty's is coming up. And I might add that two days after St. Patrick's Day is my one-year anniversary from even knowing the man that I married in five months. That's, yeah, that's right. right. Um, yeah. So we're good. I would just like to remind you, too, <laughs> that you were, uh, because that was our first experiment of broadcasting remote, you know, yes. for me being yes, the wife. Yes, yes, And you were, like, so stressed out about it, and you were like, I want to go up to my cabin for St. Patrick's. St. Patrick's Day, but I don't want to leave you. You're just doing the show on your I own. Did it, right? And I'm like, I'll be fine. Go, Brittany can. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do the show, right. it's no different right. with her looking right. at the Zoom and... Because you were just like, I've just got to have a day off. And she did do it, and she gave it up to Cabin after pregnant. Yes. We met Jeff the next day at the parade. Yeah, because you it. were being very wishy-washy about going, and I knew you needed a break just because it was like a whole new thing for yes. us, like figuring it all out. And, it was, and I, I do, do it again this year, so I'm glad it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, you're right. It was it, it was, was a, it was a year ago, and I was yeah. just like, I need a break. Yeah. So anyway, this is funny because when you were gone. For um, broadcasting in Hawaii, we had your giant head cut out that we use at the state fair. Yeah. And you brought my giant head to dress like <laughs> your favorite celebrity party. Tony Wheelahan's Tony party. Tony party. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering, we got to get your giant head back out because we'll need company when you go to Hawaii this year. But That's so right. this is kind of funny. Regina Hall is the spokesperson for Jamison Irish Whiskey. And I think this would be funny and it's inexpensive people. And what it is, is you can, um, they've created a desk decoy where you actually send them a photo of yourself standing up, whatever pose you want to be in. And they make uh, a cardboard cutout of you that's um, $17.80. And the price point was chosen by Jameson, and it's their whole thing, desk decoy, you know, have some fun on St. Patty's Day and just pretend you're there. And it's... um, you, it's five six to five eleven inches tall. It's a big darn deal yeah. for less than twenty bucks plus mm-hmm. shipping. And they chose seventeen eighty because it was the year Jameson Irish Whiskey was founded oh, in seventeen eighty. Cool. And the proceeds from the desk decoy sales are donated to the Restaurant Workers Community Fund, which is wonderful. Yeah, and yeah, so cool. it's just funny. It's a funny if you want to play a joke on someone, you can go to Jameson S P T O. Which means I'm standing in for me or something. I don't even. St. Patrick's Day time off. So it's like PTO, but St. Patrick's time off. So it's a little play on, you know, PTO. Like you put it in your desk, your boss thinks you work, and you know, like when you pretend you're sick, if you're sneaking out of school, you lay the pillows in your bed. Right. It's a fun little concept. And there's a cool video attached to it. It's hysterical. We posted the video. She's hysterical in it. But I think this would be really funny for people to play a trick on people. Yeah. I just get a cutout of them, and um, you know, someone who never goes to work. Well, glad you showed up today. We were just getting so used to your cardboard figure, or whatever. It's it for seventeen dollars and eighty cents. And you'll that. just get a good laugh watching Regina Hall. She has fun with the video. She it's really is cool. So so. She's from Girls funny. Trip. A lot of other things. She so. is. Um, this will just make you um, kind of think. Wow, blanket Jackson. Remember when he was held out by Michael Jackson over the balcony all those years ago? Oh God! Oh, I yeah. don't think blanket, he goes by blanket anymore. Well. Um, I his new name. Well, I'm just gonna say for reference point, Blanket Jackson. He's 21 years old. Oh my! I know, I oh know. And my. he was born after 1971, Laurie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blanket Jackson. I mean, if that that just kind of hit me. To, I think he goes. It always struck me as like the saddest. It was nickname. so sad to have name your terrible. kid Blanket. Yeah. It's... Once he gets. Well, to I don't the... know if that was his birth name on his birth certificate, but that's what he was known and as called as because yeah. he was a kid walking around with his blanket like every other two year old. Yeah. Right. And they just started right. calling him Blanket because he was, I think. <laughs> a lot of thought in that one. Was he Prince also? I thought it was Prince, it, yeah. I, no, Prince is the no, other. No, I think oh, he named he both Prince of his sons and... Prince 1 and 2. That... <laughs> so they had to call him Blanket. Right. Lord. They needed a nickname. <laughs> they they could have called him Hoodie yeah. or something else, but you know, Blanky. Okay. <laughs>
Lori and Julia here for Ann Tressler and her team at Tressler Law. We've asked Ann to provide us with some tips for people who are going through divorce. One of her tips is to do your homework. Ann, what do you mean by that? When you're going through a divorce proceeding, I tell my clients to remember that knowledge is power. Start by gaining all the basic understanding of your financial situation. Everything from your bank accounts, your retirement accounts, your investment accounts. If you own businesses, start gathering that information. The more information you can relay to your attorney, the better. This is the one thing you can do to prepare for this process. Also, do your homework when you're hiring your attorney. Find someone who is a knowledgeable resource and focuses solely on family law. Make sure you trust and like your attorney. They will be the one guiding you through this process and you want to be able to work well together. And this is why you guys offer the free divorce one-hour consultation. The more we can educate you and help you understand the process, the more you're going to feel control, the more you're going to feel empowered. And when it comes to knowing your attorney, this way you're going to get to know us. To learn more or schedule your free one-hour divorce consultation, visit trustlerlaw.com or my talk keyword divorce. Late night chewing with Harry Styles. If you haven't seen him drink out of his Adidas in Perth, Australia, go ahead. We've we got the fans' reaction. Um, and last I left off from The Bachelor last week, they showed a teaser um, because there were like, London. yeah, they're in London. So uh-huh. they showed a teaser. They don't normally travel this soon because right. there's yeah. still like a dozen women. Yep, yep, yep. But they were, everyone was crying the whole teaser last week. And oh. Well, we found out last night why everyone was crying, Julia. Yeah. I do. I know uh, this. Bachelor Nation learned why everyone was in tears. Zach got COVID in the, the middle bachelor. of filming. He's the bachelor. <gasps> got, so yeah. people didn't get their one-on-ones. Well, he tested. <laughs> and the thing, the thing is, it of course derailed the show, but they delayed informing the women and he, his first one-on-one date at the beginning of the episode, Zach and Gabby went to a royal perfumery. And they this. came up with a perfume called Zabby, both of their I, I names. I saw this. And, of course, a perfumery, what is happening? Nasal droplets are flying. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're smelling, you're yes, sniffing. Yes. At one point, Gabby ran her perfume thing up his nose. Oh. And then she smelled it. And then is the, they then they they kissed all day, then she came back with all these presents, showing all the girls. Then she has a date night with her them. Her presents were amazing. amazing. Yeah, she were. had the best date. I thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I want that date. It was a pretty woman. Oh, yeah, she got totally. like she got everything, everything, yeah. jewels, clothes, shoes, just unbelievable. A couple of the girls had a breakdown because that was supposed to be their date. I'm like, no, Zach decides. But anyway. <laughs> So they spend that whole night swapping spit because she gets a rose and he tests positive the next day. But they don't tell the ladies. And so there's a so, group date. So she's in with all the girls. Yes. Women. Yeah. They okay. don't isolate her. They don't send her away. I couldn't believe yeah. my eyes. That's, that's when the hard part. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Good morning, ladies. I am a little under the weather. So they knew he had COVID, but they didn't tell the ladies because, of course, they would have been like pointing their fingers at Gabby Zabby, Miss Perfumey. Well, get her out of here and test her. Please. Isolate her. Yeah. Isolate her. Literally, the, they, the producers know that they were putting the perfume oh. sticks and all of this. So and everybody at risk. So anyway, so then it's a then it's a cocktail party. The ladies put on their dresses, get all glammed up, and they go to another place. And there's a second note. Uh, he's still not feeling well, and they still don't tell him that they have COVID. Oh, yep. And um, not good. They so these women get all dressed up. They don't know. They get back to the hotel room. And um, 
I mean, I just would have been screaming. It, it, he threw this whole this whole reality show, of course, and of course, COVID had to be a possibility. And Gabby was drinking the man's saliva. Basically. Okay, and I mean, the producers could have, have done better. Did huh? they have a connection, Gabby and him? Yeah, I'm not on team. He started talking about something, and I was like, oh, I'm yeah, I don't yeah. know what it was, but it sounded heavy, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, and you know, in this group of women, there's like six RNs. So I would have been... Oh, furious so if I was one of those nurses. Pissed. No one, because the 11 other girls, and crucially Gabby, um, and she was breathing, no one got tested for COVID, it was mind blowing to see. And then the glimmer of hope was, okay, what are we going to do, Jesse Palmer? How do we move forward from this? They're going to have a cocktail party via Zoom, and each lady goes <laughs> in a room, and the laptops on a couch, and they don't know, they don't even have where they can see each other on the screen. <laughs> that was d- delightfully awkward. Very, and, oh very. You know, that's how they had it. And then they had the rose ceremony via Zoomed. And the women sulked over the last time. And um, one girl brought a group of a, a basket of British souvenirs to outside of his room. And she just kind of sat and talked to him. And I thought that was kind of a cute moment. You know, so anyway. It Are was, you still into it? Uh, yeah, that's I like I it. Know. I like Zach. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, but I just, you know, through, it's rude. That's it, just rude and, and, and incompetent. It was poorly handled by the Especially producers. Especially of everything we know. You just isolate, Three get it over Three years with. into yeah. COVID. And should, they, they know better. They know better. Yeah. And I mean, I'm like, are none of these nurses? I that's just You sent home a couple nurses last night. But. Yeah. Uh, well, And you know, like with everything, there's protocols for every sport, every show, every yeah. Hollywood set. How that they dropped the ball so bad on that to me is just like, it's a, it's, Especially after their stupid COVID shows, remember? It was a royal yeah. mess. It was, a, yeah, you're right. It was a royal yep. mess, it's and well luckily, said. you know, it doesn't seem like anybody pip pip cheerio got any COVID on this trip. But they're <laughs> off on a new destination, and there were the an picture. awful lot of tears yeah. uh, from a couple girls who just another twelve women. That's a lot I mean, of them to how, go. how can you? You know, there is no real favorite yet, ladies. Uh-huh. But here's just the. Pictures of London, the big eye of London. Oh, yeah, it's so pretty. It it just made me want to go there. Yeah, I did not like, like when that. they showed the women um, trying to crack a Buckingham Palace guard when oh. they act like just stupid Americans. Oh, you made oh. it way past me. I only made it through the Oh, the no, they, they're like, oh, here, you want to see terrible. me? It was terrible. It was, it was cringy. It was sad, yeah. It was like the epitome of just like what Look not to do. do. But what not to do in London. Those yeah. are real people <laughs> exactly. and those Those hats are very heavy. Yes, they, they're, they're protocol. They're not going to break. They're not going to smile. So don't make a fool of yourself when you go to London <laughs> and try. Unless you want to flash them and make them smile that way I'm just kidding. and they I'm won't teasing. even crack no i know yeah yeah just get a picture next yeah. to them stand up smile move on yeah but they showed i mean that's how desperate they were for content footage. yeah content because footage. He, did you feel that way grant oh, when you mentioned it, i that part especially I, I literally looked over at lily i was like what the hell is going on here like this is not good. not good it just it wasn't a good look it was no. like you said they were cramming clamoring for something, and they really did not do yeah. a good job. Speaking of clamoring for something, Len, uh, Lisa Rinna is over in London at Fashion <laughs> Week right yeah. now. Her daughter, one of her daughters is walking. Yes. And we posted this photo. Um, it's a 
Turkish British designer. It's called Girls Don't Cry. Okay. Now I want people to look at this. I, Lisa's going to. in it, and again, Girls Don't Cry. Not a great name for a designer. No, it really isn't. Uh, it's clothing the name line. Of a song. Mm-hmm. And it's a puffed sleeve, puffed sleeve blazer, which. Puffed sleeve and blazer never belong in the same sentence. I was just going to say, I'm not even a fashion, and that sounded just terrible. Terrible. With a lace, with a lace-up tie dress that basically looks like something that uh, a Renaissance stripper would wear. Yeah, I was going to say dominatrix, Renaissance dominatrix. dominatrix, Yeah, and then these white stockings, and um, it's it's are they over her heels? Yeah. They are. Oh, um, that is. Oh, it's so bad. I'm going to say this. She it's looks so amazing. She does oh, look hot. She, yeah, she's got a great body and everything, but it is not a good outfit. No, no it isn't. It's Just great. because a designer uh, by the name of Girls Don't Cry sends you a puffed sleeve blazer and a corset dress that barely, Fits. barely covers the pocketbook. I was going to say, if you look at this, there is definitely some exposure of something. That is a short, short, short dress. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're seeing something. Yeah, is that a curtain? It might be. No, not a curtain. There might be a, a, a drape. Okay. <laughs> it's so weird. No, so take a look at that. That's just an outfit not to wear. And then this was um, kind of a sweet thing. Chris Orbach, who's Jerry Orbach's son, yes. Yes. played Dad and D- Dirty Dancing, of course, yes. Law & Order. He tweeted um, a picture of Richard Belzer and said, Rip, Richard Belzer, from Law and Order SVU, who died over the weekend. I know my old man's been waiting to clean you out at the pool table upstairs. I love that. I saw that. Yesterday. And it's a picture of him, like, yeah. like with his hands yes, together, kind of like you know, like you're rubbing your hands, like I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I, gotcha. I thought that was really. And, fun. and a cute. lot of Hollywood was remembering Barbara Boson today because another TV legend. She was the star of Hill Street Blues. Her husband Stephen Bochco created yes, it. Yes, she played. The ex-wife of the mm-hmm. uh, the district attorney who was kind of neurotic, and she died at the age of eighty three. And her son let us know, but she was in lots and lots of TV shows. You'd recognize her probably um, at least a lot of people for of a certain age. So she passed away. And Titus Welliver, who plays um, you know Bosch, he. He tweeted really, he really great did. thoughts about Barbara and Richard Belzer. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew Richard. Everybody. Uh, Joey Behar on The View today said he was a comics comic. So, so funny. And I didn't know he was a comic until Neil Justin told me at um, Louis Anderson's memorial. Right. We were talking about Belzer passing away and how weird it was that SVU had made mention what happened to Munch, Lieutenant Munch. And he said, oh, he's just legend comic. Yeah. I watched some of his old comics. He was funny. Or his old stand-up shows. Like, they have him on YouTube. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I also went back and watched that... um, you know, the whole how he owns that place in the south of France. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, of yeah, Hogan. Yeah. yeah, so Hogan, we said this yesterday, Hogan was doing a um, sleeper sleep hold. Right? But the problem was, was, yeah, he put him to sleep, but he dropped him. And you watch him, and he goes he- just back and hits his head and actually cracks his head open. Nine in the, stitches. In nine stitch. And that was, it wasn't that he, like, put him to sleep. It's the way that Hulk Hogan just, just let him. Just let him go like he was on a wrestling pad and mad. And he hit some concrete floor, and it really caused some damage. Yeah. Oh, and Law and Order last Thursday, they um, this is awesome. Five million total viewers was five million. That's right. Uh, 
And it, Even before he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the most... Ex- it's NBC's yeah. highest rated show. It's right behind Young Sheldon and Ghost, which yeah. are on CBS. But um, if you missed last week's Law & Order, Finn, a.k.a. Ice-T, tells his new partner that Munch is happily married. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Married back to living in Baltimore and owns a bar uh, and is probably telling one-liners. And, of course, Baltimore is where Munch started when he was a character on Homicide Life on the Street. Right. Which oh Neil told me was one of the funnest assignments he did early on in his oh. career. He got to go be on set for Homicide Life on the Street. That was oh. such a... When I that show that came show. out, it yeah. was really something. Cool. Kind of a groundbreaking, I never saw gritty it. TV the start of maybe gritty. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, All right, well, we have to go. We do it's have time, to go. It's yeah. time to Hollywood speak, and I have a different thing about Joy Behar that I want you oh, to Hollywood okay. speak okay. when we come back. Hey, gang, it's Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. David and his team of super mortgage professionals, you know, here's the deal. Um, it's not every day you need a mortgage or to refinance, but when you do, we have the pros lined up for you, and that's First Equity they can be reached by just emailing David at uh, keyword David at MyTalk1071. The testimonials are unbelievable that we get. I just think this is a big purchase for a lot of people. It's it, depending if it's your first, your third, your you know fifth house, or you're wanting to buy, you know, refinance to buy a second property or do some remodeling, whatever it is. You want to be with the smartest people in town. Absolutely. Who know what they're doing, and if there's a way to save you money, darn it, they're going to work on it. They have a buffet of mortgage options for you, and they will try and figure out what will make the most sense uh, given your financial situation, goals, hopes, and dreams for your home. That's uh, my talk keyword, David. What is the meaning of this? I've lost my little partner in her size six shoes. She forgot. She forgets sometimes that we have a show yeah, that we're you know, on the air. You know, radio three to six. Yeah, Except for uh, twenty years. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I, I do like. Um, I do like that. Uh, there was a snarky little story uh, today about um, uh, ABC. The suits over at ABC about. Uh, Ryan Seacrest leaving Kelly. Mm -hmm. So the story is, here it is, quote, ABC has been eager to replace Seacrest with Mark. Mark and Kelly have TV magic and viewers can't get enough of watching the Sparks. That's translated to they also, because (laughs) they know minute by minute rating, Mark and Kelly, when they do the show, or Kelly and Mark, when they do the show, they have huge ratings. Huge ratings. And she's the, they're already the highest rated daytime. Yeah. And they said this, too, when this first came out, that their socials, the interaction on their social media platforms, ABC and, and, the, and their show, just went through the roof every time Mark was on the show. Yeah, here's so you can another, see interaction. Here's another uh, quote. Ryan has quite the ego. And he doesn't yeah. like the fact that Mark has proven to be so popular yeah. when Mark fills in for him. I can see that. So... Um, the suits weren't crying 
when he said he was when he left. Oh, there weren't exactly tears shed. <laughs> well, yeah, of course they were sick of his whining and realized they had a better candidate that brought in more people. Easy decision. Yeah, and you know he probably stayed longer than he thought. Yeah, yeah. you know six years. All right, you're back, Julia. Are you I, joining us? Are you having problems? Do you need to go anywhere? Oh, wow. I'm just saying you haven't been feeling well today, no, so I don't, I'm like I don't. wondering. I'm I was just really... trying to figure out what. Just other stuff. Okay, so um, what am I Hollywood speaking? Liam from Neeson uh, last week. You know he has this. Oh, new... I saw this. Oh, I saw this, this interview. Gonna... Okay, oh, it's a new movie be... out, Marlowe. Yes, which is getting reviews. It's so, like one of his Taken. Yeah. You know, but we loved. I loved Taken. Yeah. I loved him. So he just said that he was uncomfortable during his interview on The View. It was just a bit embarrassing because Joy Behar has had... I watched this. All right, so tell tell you. Okay. Okay, what did Joy do? So Liam Neeson is on, and, uh, you know, I was like, ah. We hope there's him. a close-up of his thumbs. You know, I want the, oh, you're so I want the table. My friend Lisa said she oh. never knew about him being a swordsman. She goes, I learned something on your show listening yesterday. And oh. I said, what? Liam she goes, Neeson. the only other swordsman I ever heard about was M- Milton Burl. Oh, yeah. He was renowned yes. for having a huge package. Yes. like a horse. So I'm just like, okay. But Liam Neeson, it's I'm been verified. I'm her to say something interesting. And then no. she says that. They're like, okay, there we go. So they talk Back about this movie, Marlowe. Okay. Have yes. you seen it, Grant? No, I have not. Uh, nope, nope. Okay, so he's promoting it, mm-hmm. and he's just a lovely man. And he, you know, he told the ladies, you know, that he doesn't like anyone in his, you know, small town that he's from in Ireland. To he doesn't want his friends or family to ask him about Act. how was it to make a movie right. with this person. He said, he "I just care. yeah, let's be a normal person." So, yep. At the end of their interview with him, the ladies thought that they would surprise Liam, and they actually had the producers cut together all the different times that Joy Behar has said, sprinkle my ashes on Liam Neeson's grave. (laughs) Yes. Okay, this is funny, though. Yeah, but she said it all the time. And they had, like, 20 different (laughs) instances. Really? Um, this is so funny. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, Joy just wants to be taken by you because right. I will find you and I will kill right, you." Right. And he sat there absolutely stone faced. I think he found it to be very embarrassing. <laughs> yes. And I think Joy also had like secondhand embarrassment because she could feel that Liam. That's something you show after he leaves, Joy. This is so funny. <laughs> when they're not there. When they're not there. Because how do you handle that? Yes, he, he just sat there stone-faced. Right. And stone. I thought, well, this isn't landing as right. like they thought it would. But yes, you're right. That, you do it after. You do it after like, he leaves. Oh, my God, Joy's. Or, but, or even before. Going back to the time she joined the show. So this is an old joke of hers. When I die, I want to be sprinkled right. on Liam Neeson's right. grave. It's the only way I'm going to have a chance to be on top of him. Timing was off because that is very funny. And to find all those clips, that's very funny. Yeah, he did not like no, that at no, all. He, and in fact, he, wow. he said... Uh, uh, he was asked about it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He said it was uncomfortable. Yeah, he said I was. I just wasn't impressed. <laughs> Which is really not even. That well, sounds odd for him because he seems like he is an easygoing kind of guy. It's just the time. He's not impressed with their production yeah, value of isolating sit, that. He had to sit there, there and, and watch it. It was something for before he came out yes. or after, like, oh, my God, tomorrow he's on. Think of Joy. He's yeah, your guy. They should have like done we it the day before. Like, we would each other, mm-hmm. you know. 
Okay. All right. So there's that. There's that. Wow. Um, Harry and Meghan, you know, they've got a new uh, PR team that they hired um, like at the end of last year. And they've decided to address the Daily Mail and all these other places that are saying how upset Meghan and Harry are about South Park. And then when there wasn't really any upset coming, then they decided they'd make up a story that they were going to sue Here's what Harry and Meghan, they released a statement. This is baseless reporting and boring. There's no truth to any of this. How about that? Baseless and boring. Whoa. That's dark. That's, I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that right to the point. Yeah, Yeah. get it over with. Because we're like, uh, nobody's suing South Park. Yeah, no. You know, the, the South Park, the beauty of South Park is they make fun of everybody. Everybody. And you kind of know you make it when you've been made fun of by South Park, to be honest. That was always what everybody said. The minute you make it Tom Sarah- Cruise wasn't happy no. with the South Park oh, and Scientology good. in the closet. That was a very that was a great That episode. was a great episode. And reportedly, he was pretty pissed about it <laughs> and probably investigated. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. That would you want to comment on Madonna posting a photo yesterday and saying, look how cute I am now that the swelling from surgery has gone down? LOL. Well, she's owning it. She's having, you know, this is I, so classic Madonna. She actually does look less puffy. puffy. She, does, she doesn't look she, filled to the brim. I wonder if that collar on that shirt was no, making no, 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 no. her no, face Lori, swell. No, because I see too, too many of her videos. No, okay. she's filled to the brim with... With with fillers. Yeah. What was it? Fill it to the rim with brim right. back in the day. And that was the type of coffee, I think. Anyway, I like it that she did oh, that. It a it, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, you know. Um, you know, and she was, did look a lot cuter. Yeah, but it was still post. a weird, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she did yep, look cute. Yep. She had eyebrows back. Yeah. She had a way better outfit than the Grammys. Mm-hmm. My biggest objection to the Grammys was I hated that outfit. No. I have been disappointed yeah. in the outfits. I think it was the way she seemed uncomfortable, Lori. And maybe it was because her neck was too t- her shirt was tight, buttoned too tight. Yeah. But she was uncomfortable. And then she's like, you're supposed to laugh at that. Yeah, I know. It. She just had such a tood, an attitude that yeah, I, it, did. was, it didn't do her any favors. Okay. But those ticket concerts, people want to go. Jeremy Strong responds to Brian Cox worrying about his method acting. These First two are on succession. People, yes. And because uh, Brian Cox has talked to, he gets asked about it quite a, anytime he does an interview. And he always publicly expresses worry over Jeremy Strong's method acting. Um, and in his most recent thing, he said, uh, listen, Daniel Day Lewis got worn out at 55 and desired, decided to retire because he couldn't go on every day. It's too consuming. I do, method acting. I do worry about it. But the result, well, the result is always extraordinary and excellent from Jeremy. And Jeremy says, Brian can say whatever the bleep he wants. Yeah. These two, here's the thing about this whole method acting thing, because we heard, I mean, Jared Leto did it, and that... Um, Joker. Yes. Every movie uh, suicide, does. Uh, get, what was the name of Dallas that movie? Dallas Buyers Club? Yeah. No, another one. Every he, movie he does is method. I think it would be annoying. Yeah. I really do. Because they stay in character. Yeah. They never break character. I think it'd be annoying. All right. I get it. All right. We are going to be back. This is Lojay on my dog.